Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Good day, and welcome to another episode of Ask T-Bone on the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Today, we've been sent a question in from Matt. And it's uh, quite a good question, actually. And uh, the question reads, Hi, Doc. I hope you are having a great summer. We use open dental software at our office and a chic intraoral camera. I want to start incorporating DSLR, full smile orthotype photos like you have at your office, specifically for before and after and treatment documentation reasons. I'm pretty familiar with digital photography, but my questions concerns digital dental workflow. Mainly, how are you transferring images, and what software do you use for smile design and comparison images? I know there are several patient imaging companies along with Adobe Lightroom, etc., that other dentists use, but feel that there has to be a more efficient way of incorporating the images into the patient's digital chart. Any insight you would have would be greatly appreciated. Thanks in advance for your time and help, Matt. So, Matt, this is a really, really great subject for me. Quite honestly, digital photography is how I got my start as a dental educator and speaker because I learned very early on because I was 23 years old when I got out of dental school and 24 when I started my practice that I had to show patients proof. People were skeptical, more so now than then, but people were skeptical. And so I felt that the best way to get gain case acceptance was to always put a photo for the patient. And we would use this photograph, we would print it out, and we would put it, or we would put it on the screen, and we'd show the patient their condition, our recommendation, and let the patient make a decision. Because at the end of the day, patients don't know. It's all about trust. And I believe a visual aid helps aid in that trust. Now, I make no bones about this. I am not a fan of intraoral cameras. In fact, we do not own an intraoral camera in our office. We will only use digital photography with extraoral cameras or digital cameras. So what we do in our practice is we have, our hygienists have a setup of retractors and mirrors, one per patient. So we have, you know, per day our, our hygienists see eight patients. So we have, they each have eight setups so that we don't ever run out throughout the day. And then they will take photographs. We've created a series, just like you have a bite wing series, we have a new patient photo series. And you can do the AGD, you can do the AACD, you can do all these Invisalign photos. And they all have their place, but I like to keep things very simple. We take 
five to six photos on every patient. We take the full face, so that way we have it for uh, patient identification purposes. We take the full smile. We take a retracted image with the teeth separated, showing the top and bottom teeth. From this, we can look at wear, recession, so many things. We take an upper arch, a lower arch, full arch photos with mirrors, and then we take what I call the hygiene shot, which is the linguals of the lower front teeth. And that's where we have a lot of buildup. So between these six photographs, we're able to properly communicate with our patient. Now, when our patient decides to move forward with other things like ortho or cosmetic treatment, then we will go ahead and take some more advanced photographs that we need. But we always start with just taking those photographs of the what I call our basic series. Now, once we take these photographs, we've created a template. In our case, we're using EagleSoft and I'm sure Open Dental is the same way as Dentrix is the same way. We create, just like you have four bite wings, they have a, you know, your team will go into the imaging software, click four bite wings. The little, you know, thing comes up with the four bite wings on it and they take the bite wings and they automatically go in there. We've created a template series for our photographs as well. So now we go in, we'll simply click new patient series and then the template will come up with the six photograph spots and then literally we'll take the card out of the camera and the, we'll import them into the software using a card reader, and then that will show up directly in the patient's chart. So now, just like you pull up bite wings, we have a template that pulls up photographs, and then we have a recall template that we take uh, on recall visits. So that way we have that as well. So as we look down our list of images, we can see four bite wings, we can see PAs, pano, new patient, recall, recall, recall. So we can see all of these things so that we can um, have a documentation. Now, when it comes to how I'm keeping track of my photographs, I use for my own personal reason. In other words, these advanced photos I'm taking for, you know, step-by-step protocol, I'm not putting all of those into EagleSoft necessarily because that will take up a lot of space and, you know, it bogs down the system a little bit. What I actually do is I have my own hard drive in my office that I have on the cloud as well for backup and sync purposes. And I just put the patient's name in there and I'll put all the photos in there and then I uh, tag them. So I know like, hey, this patient has an implant, this patient has, you know, a CEREC or whatever it may be that I will, so I can do a search. Now, in terms of organizing my photographs, I use a program called Picasa, which was made by Google. My understanding is that it is no longer available or being sold, it was sold, it was free. So I use Picasa to organize my photographs. It allows me to quickly create collages, the before and after pictures, put pictures side by side, resize them, recop them, make some minor adjustments to them, similar to Adobe Lightroom. But I like to always like using Google Picasa. Number one, it was free. Being Indian, I like free. Number two, it was multi-platform. It worked on Windows and Mac, so I could use it at the office and at home and on my portable computers. So I always use that as well. So hopefully that helps there. Now, in terms of doing simulations, you know, honestly, I'm not doing a lot of simulations anymore. I simply find that I don't need to. In the beginning of my career, I certainly was to help patients see what was possible. But my concern with simulations was always, is that realistic? I mean, could that really be done? And quite honestly, the simulations sometimes take time. So today I'm doing more of what I call smile design or DSD or digital smile design, doing something similar to that. And honestly, I'm doing that right on my iPad. So we'll take, you know, iPad has Keynote, and I'll take the picture from my video card. I use iFi cards on my camera, and I can upload that directly into my iPad. 
And then I can put that photo into Keynote and then I can use a template to put the outlines on there and put the different drawings that go along with digital smile design. I'm uh, making that easy. So I can do that on the train, on the plane, in the bathroom, at home. I can do it in the operatory. I can do it in my office in the back. So that gives me a lot of flexibility there. So I'm not doing a lot of imaging anymore. We're doing a lot of smile design and workups that way. And I'm using, basically, I'm using Keynote on an iPad to do that. Alternatively, certainly you could use PowerPoint to do all of this stuff. And honestly, if you just search YouTube, youtube.com, and put in digital smile design in YouTube, you'll see a lot of those videos come available that walk you through how to do a lot of that. So um, thank you very much. I appreciate your question and your response, and I appreciate uh, you listening to the podcast. And I hope I get to meet you one day, and uh, thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.